At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. When you have health insurance, it's easy to forget about your out-of-pocket costs. That can be a lot of money. But are your bills accurate? Well, it's estimated that over 50% of medical bills contain errors. HealthLock can help you. HealthLock technology securely connects with your insurance and flags any overbilling, wrong codes, and fraud. You can even have HealthLock work on your behalf to get money back from select past bills. To date, HealthLock has helped its members save over $130 million. So to save, visit HealthLock.com today. That's HealthLock.com today. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. Welcome to the Hornets Hivecast, presented by Charlotte Eye, Ear, Nose, and Throat Associates, the official eye, ear, nose, and throat care provider of the Charlotte Hornets. Here's your host, Sam Farber. Welcome to another edition of the Hornets Hivecast, your Hornets podcast with all the notes, quotes, and daily buzz around your favorite NBA team. I'm Sam Farber, and it is a pleasure and a privilege to have you with us here once again on the Hornets Hivecast, brought to you by Senta, Charlotte Eye, Ear, Nose, and Throat Associates, the official eye, ear, nose, and throat care provider of the Charlotte Hornets. It's the episode we've been waiting months for. It is opening night for the Hornets 23-24 campaign. They will take on the Atlanta Hawks tonight. We'll give you our game preview. We'll talk also about a roster move that was just made on the precipice of the start of the regular season. And we're going to talk about our last couple of episodes here. In case you missed it, we had some huge, huge guests here on the HHC. Hornets General Manager Mitch Kupchak stopped by. We had Head Coach Steve Clifford. Please go through the archive Check out both conversations as you prepare for opening night here of the regular season. Helping me on all of these topics, he is the senior writer for Hornets.com, Sam Purley, here for a Two Sams edition of the Hornets Hivecast. Sam, how excited are you here for opening night? I'm excited. And first off, thank you for having me. And yeah, it, it's finally here. It, it feels like it goes so fast in the offseason, but uh, happy opening night or opening day, I guess, to everybody. And uh, yeah, can't wait to see the Hornets tip off tonight against the Hawks at Spectrum Center. For for me, it feels like it's going agonizingly slow, and then it's staggering how fast it comes. It's like the last week or two or four just kind of rush by you, and the day is here. Hornets tipping off tonight against the Atlanta Hawks. Before we talk about the game tonight, we do have a roster move to mention to you. It was made just in the last 24 hours here by the Charlotte Hornets. A change at the point guard position. Ish Smith, the Charlotte native, is returning to the Hornets. He played for the squad for part of the 20. 21-22 season was traded away in a deal that brought over Montrez Harrell at the deadline. Team trying to reshuffle things a little bit, make a push towards the postseason. Ended up with an above 500 record, but didn't quite get across the finish line. Ish Smith since then wrapped up that year with Washington, and last season was a backup point guard for the 
world champion Denver Nuggets. He comes back to Charlotte now with a ring, taking the spot now of Edmund Sumner, who has been waived by the Charlotte Hornets. Sam Purley, your thoughts on the move here, the thought behind it, and what Ish Smith will bring here to Charlotte? Well, yeah, just on a personal level, and I'm sure you can, you'll agree that, you know, for the half season that Ish was here a couple years ago, I mean, I loved listening to him, hearing from him great team leader, knows his role. I mean, he's had an amazing NBA career for a guy that was undrafted in 2010. You know, he played up right up the road at Concord and Wake Forest and, uh, you know, just did 10-day contracts and bounced around and non-guaranteed and just, as you know, before you know it, he's, he's 13, 14 years in the league. It's really, really extraordinary. And I, I don't think it necessarily always gets the um, sort of praise that it deserves because, uh, and it was awesome to see him get a ring last year in Denver. I mean, that was really, really cool watching from afar, just knowing the kind of guy he is, the kind of leader he is. And to see that kind of happen here, you know, it's obviously kind of transpired with injuries to the backcourt. You know, the Hornets are dealing with injuries to Frank Nilakina, James Booknight, Teo Maladon and Bryce McGowan's have dealt with some injuries um, during the preseason. So they needed to add some depth in the backcourt. And, um, you know, they got a guy that knows his role and, and knows the team as well. He's played with some of these guys before. So it makes a lot of sense. And I'm excited to see Ish back after whatever it is, year and a half, two years here in Charlotte. I would echo what you have to say. I'm also excited to see Ish back. I do feel bad for Edmund Sumner. He's someone who had a lot of promise coming into the roster. And I don't think it's the case of this being a square peg in a round hole. This is an oval peg in a round hole. I think if the injuries had come in a different sequence, a different time, Edmund Sumner probably is the better fit in certain respects, but he's not a true point guard the same way that Ish Smith is. And that's why I say oval versus, you know, the round hole that we have, the oval peg here. Edmund Sumner, I think, someone who really did a lot of great work to come back from missing an entire season due to an Achilles surgery. I'm very confident we'll see him again in the NBA and wishing him all the best moving forward. But I do agree with you. I think Ish Smith brings something here to this team. Being a veteran, he's 35 years old. He's been in the NBA for more than a decade. He's held every kind of role you can imagine, including veteran leader. And he has a rapport with several members of this roster who were the guts of of the last over 500 squad, and I don't think that can be understated in any stretch. I mean, he is just someone who can just plug right in, hopefully not be needed for heavy minutes right off the bat because he's just getting into town, but he's someone who can plug right in and at least have some chemistry with the roster. Oh, absolutely. And like I said, I think a number of things factored in here. It's the experience. It's the veteran leadership. It's the familiarity. I don't have the exact number in front of me, but I would venture to guess there's at least a handful of guys that played with him a few years ago, and you know, which seems almost like a lot, given how fast NBA rosters can turn over. Um, and it'll be interesting to see and, and hear from him just how that experience was like in Denver and being around that culture and going on and winning the NBA Finals and playing in those playoff games. I mean, he's just coming off of an environment where everybody was locked in and knew how to win. So um, he's also, you know, he's been in other winning situations before throughout his NBA career, but obviously nothing to that level that he saw with the Nuggets. So interesting to see, you know, for a guy that's kind of been almost everywhere in the NBA, it feels like. Um, and the reason he stayed in the league is because he's so good at these things. He's so good at knowing his role. He's so good at running um, an offense. He's smart. He's a leader. Guys listen to him. Um, so I'd be interesting to hear how his, uh, what it was like in Denver. What did he learn? What was different there than other places he had been and just how crazy that ride was for them last season. So again, coming back to where he's from originally, he came, he, you know, I know coming back to Charlotte the first time, that was a big deal and kind of a homecoming and felt a little weird after he was traded because I knew how important it was to 
for him to play in Charlotte. So it's cool that he gets another chance to kind of come back here and, and help this team kind of navigate a little bit of the adversity they're dealing with right now. He returns to his hometown of Charlotte with the ring. And I guess one step above or below that on the list of things to do in your NBA career would have to be helping guide your hometown franchise back to the postseason. That's certainly the goal for the Hornets for this 23-24 campaign. Speaking of which, it was one of the themes that we got out of our last two podcast episodes Great interviews that we were very thankful to have with Hornets head coach Steve Clifford as well as general manager Mitch Kupchak. We hope you enjoyed them. We're going to break them down a little bit with Sam Perley when we return here to the Hornets Hivecast. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Picasso knows your vacation home is your best home. It's the place that brings family and friends together. It's where you're the best version of yourself. Picasso makes it easy to co-own a luxury vacation home in amazing locations. Listings start at 200K for one-eighth ownership. Picasso does the hard parts for you. Luxury furnishings, maintenance, billing, scheduling, and more with a home management team that provides support before, during, and after your stay so you can focus on the relaxing, hosting, and making memories with family and friends. And you can resell on Picasso's Marketplace anytime, historically for a 10% gain. With Picasso, you can stop saying someday and start building family traditions today in a vacation home you own and revisit time after time. Visit Picasso.com today to see thousands of luxury vacation home listings. That's P-A-C-A-S-O dot com. Whether you're a savvy spender maximizing your savings with cashback rewards, a thrifty rate watcher seeking the lowest interest, or a travel enthusiast looking for extraordinary perks, Kemba Financial Credit Union has a visa to complement your lifestyle and unique needs. Apply today at Kemba.org to unlock a limited time 2% cash back on purchases and pay 0% interest on balance transfers for an entire year with a new visa from Kemba. You deserve a card that works for you. Restrictions apply. Offer ends June 30th, 2024. Sam Farber, Sam Purley, a two-Sams edition of the Hornets Hivecast to tip off a new season of Hornets basketball. Hornets will take on the Hawks tonight. We'll have our game preview coming up next segment. But right now, we want to talk about the last two episodes of the HHC. In case you missed them, we had Hornets general manager Mitch Kupchak and Hornets head coach Steve Clifford in the booth talking about the roster, the upcoming season, where they stand in their long-storied careers in the NBA. Steve Clifford entering year 10 as an NBA head coach, a milestone there, and Mitch Kupchak hoping to guide Charlotte now to the postseason. Before I get into what really stood out for me, Sam Perley, you got a chance to take in both of those conversations. What stood out to you? Yes, I took them in with my morning coffee yesterday, waking up with the interviews with Sam Farber. As um, everyone should. You should always wake up with Sam Farber and a cup of coffee, and you'll be all caught up on Hornets news for the day. Yes. Starting with the Mitch one, I know I, he's a guy that we obviously don't hear as much from just because he's not speaking every day like Coach Clifford. But a couple of things kind of stood out to me about what he said, and I'll just kind of run down. I just made a short list of notes. Um, I thought it was, you know, something that was good to hear was, you know, for, for years, the Hornets have talked about youth and picks and kind of 
of growing. And at some point, I think a lot of NBA teams go through this. It's, it's time to start winning. You know, you, you're not, you can't be young forever. I mean, there are, you know, necessarily like a window closing, but it is sometimes you time to turn the page and it's okay. We're not young anymore. It's time to kind of take a step forward and then take another step forward. And, you know, you see a lot of other teams in the league that, you know, they have all these picks and 15, 20 first round picks. And it's just, they have all this talent and it's almost like they just never, the next step almost sometimes doesn't come or it comes too late. So I think it was good that it's sort of recognized that there are a lot of young guys, but there's a lot of veteran guys on this team that have been here for a number of years. We've talked a lot about what happened last season, and now it's time to take a step forward, a big step forward compared to what transpired last year because uh, there's a lot of young guys in the league, and there's no reason young guys can't contribute and win right off the jump. That stood out to me as well, just kind of the way that Mitch talked about it. I don't don't think he's tipping his hand in, in any sense, but you did get the feeling that instead of trying to hoard assets or maybe not make a bad deal and willy-nilly let some of them go, that there would be more of an interest, uh, a look at doing things to try and win now. Not at the expense of the future, but just trying to help this roster fill whatever holes it might need, which you have to kind of flip that switch. You have to turn that corner and say, all right, we actually are deep enough now to make that run, and we're tweaking things a little bit versus now we don't want to make a mistake, so we're not going to give up an asset to try and save a season that probably isn't going to have the result we wanted anyways. There's the belief that this season's going to go in the right direction for the Hornets, and so there's more of a mindset to look for the right add-ons, maybe like an Ish Smith here, but in obviously a different set of circumstances. Yeah, the next thing um, that stood out was, I think it was maybe the first answer. You're talking about the rookie class coming in. We've talked a lot about Brandon Miller, and sounds like he's going to be contributing a lot right from the jump. And then obviously having Nick Smith, Amari Bailey, it sounds like Mitch Kupchak might not necessarily consider them having a significant impact or a major contribution this season. But, you know, if they play well, there's a chance, you know, down the line, if you need a spot start for a few games, those guys, I'm sure, are more than capable of coming in. And we've seen some of those later first round picks, second round guys have uh, really thrived in their first year in terms of making improvements. Well, the Bryce McGowan's last year, we can go down the list. There's a lot of guys that have kind of taken that developmental route their first year, year and a half, two years that have become rotational caliber players within a couple seasons. So um, I think it's good just to exercise patience with some of those guys, even Brandon too. You know, we, we've seen the talent, we've seen what he can do kind of right off the jump, but you know, he's going to make mistakes. He's a rookie, but it sounds like everything is really good for me. You know, he's obviously very talented, making the right decisions. The teammates are speaking highly of him. He's not a ball dominant rookie that can't contribute when he does isn't scoring or taking shots too. So everything sounds really good from the rookie class so far. And I thought it was interesting to hear that, you know, keeping tabs on this is a whole separate topic, but James Najee still over in Barcelona. You know, that was a early second round pick that I think is a different conversation down the line, but it was interesting to hear that there is eyes still on him and I'm sure some sort of plan for the future with him. Yeah, and I think it speaks to how Mitch Kupchak and the team has really gone about drafting. They're not trying to plug specific holes. They're not looking for, oh, we need a a center right now, so we're going to reach and take one out of place. They really go after the guy they think is going to be best suited to either help the franchise, not not really even short-term, long-term, who's going to be the best NBA player. And so you draft guys into situations where you don't need them to start. You draft a Brandon Miller knowing that you have Gordon Hayward, who's 
probably going to be able to start in that position for his entire rookie season if you want to. You drafted Mark Williams knowing that you had Mason Plumley kind of entrenched as the center. So it gives guys the opportunity to develop at the right pace for them. You don't just say, oh, you know, Mark Williams, he, he towered over everyone else in college, so we just put him in and we'll accept the learning curve. No, you let him go to the G League work on his game, get better and better. And once he did start, the Hornets hit the ground running and really started to win before injuries kind of took things over yet again. And and that brings me to what really stood out for both interviews, both Cliff and General Manager Mitch Kupchak. And that was the emphasis on winning. Both have a sincere, firm belief that the roster is in place now to win now. And they fully admit that the rest of the NBA doesn't have to pay attention to it. I think Coach Clifford even went so far as to say they're probably not not a top 16 team or top 8 team in the East right this moment. It's more that they can be. They can get there in pretty quick order if they continue to do the right things and most importantly, stay healthy. Health is the most important thing. Availability is the most important ability for the Hornets as we learned all too well last season with the core of the last over 500 teams still being on the roster just missing about 300 games collectively. If we can bring that down to about 30, I think the Hornets will be in good shape and that's what stood out the most to me is Mitch Kupchak and Steve Clifford saying, if we do what we're supposed to and we're available for the most part this season, that this is a playoff roster. Yeah, that's great to hear. I had one more point on Mitch, and it kind of touches a little bit on what you just said, but I think it was a quote towards the end about, asked him about, you asked him about like, you know, media and and whatever out there not picking the Hornets to be a playoff team this year. And his response was something along the lines of like, why should they? You know, we haven't made the playoffs in, in whatever it is, seven years now. And, you know, again, as you know, I am not one, maybe not necessarily for yourself, power rankings, playoff predictions, things like that from external. I always have to kind of talk you down a little bit because it does not matter. None of it matters as long as you go out there, win the games, take care of business and get better as the season goes on. You're playing your best basketball at the end of the season. You're going to give yourself a chance. You talked with Cliff about the the 15-16 season, uh, the team that went on to win 48 games. And I remember there was a stat that season. Season that I don't one I don't remember if the Hornets are picked to be a playoff team that year they won 33 games the year before and then had a 15 win improvement it probably was the best in the NBA at the time but Hornets had a seven like a seven game losing streak in the middle of the season and then won seven games in a row in March and had like a finished the year on like a 11 and three run or something and was like one of X amount of teams to have a seven-game winning streak and a seven-game losing streak in the same season and make the playoffs too. So crazy things can happen, but I think it's that stuff doesn't matter. I think focus on the internal improvements, the day-to-day stuff. I've really got the coach speak going right now. I've been been to a lot of press conferences in the last three weeks. And I think it's also the last little major point with what Mitch said is the East is really good this year. I think every single team in the East right now is trying to take a step forward in some capacity. Some people are trying to take a step towards, or some teams are trying to take a step towards a title it's a conference final it's a playoff berth it's a play-in berth it's winning 10 more games i mean things will happen and transpire throughout the season that cause teams to kind of pump the brakes just a little bit but right now it feels like everybody is trying to win in the east and i can't remember really the last time that's been the case I think it makes the first 15 to 20 games of the season really important because I think there's a couple of teams out there that could at least be convinced to take a different route. But I do think you're right. Everyone's got enough on their roster or enough hope and optimism to give their group a chance for the first at least quarter of the season to make a decision on how hard they want to push towards the postseason. Seems based off those two conversations, the Hornets are ready to push hard towards a postseason berth. If you want to take in either of those conversations, go through the archives. We had 
Head coach Steve Clifford on yesterday, the day before. General manager Mitch Kupchak, really appreciate both of their times and I definitely encourage you to check out the interviews in the Hornets Hivecast archives. All right, it is game day, opening day of the season when we return preview of Hornets versus Hawks, game one of 82 on the schedule for Buzz City. We'll have our game preview after this right here on the Hornets Hivecast. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Picasso knows your vacation home is your best home. It's the place that brings family and friends together. It's where you're the best version of yourself. Picasso makes it easy to co-own a luxury vacation home in amazing locations. Listings start at 200K for one-eighth ownership. Picasso does the hard parts for you. Luxury furnishings, maintenance, billing, scheduling, and more with a home management team that provides support before, during, and after your stay so you can focus on the relaxing, hosting, and making memories with family and friends. And you can resell on Picasso's Marketplace anytime, historically for a 10% gain. With Picasso, you can stop saying someday and start building family traditions today in a vacation home you own and revisit time after time. Visit Picasso.com today to see thousands of luxury vacation home listings. That's P-A-C-A-S-O dot com. Whether you're a savvy spender maximizing your savings with cashback rewards, a thrifty rate watcher seeking the lowest interest, or a travel enthusiast looking for extraordinary perks, Kemba Financial Credit Union has a visa to complement your lifestyle and unique needs. Apply today at Kemba.org to unlock a limited-time 2% cashback on purchases. And pay 0% interest on balance transfers for an entire year with a new visa from Kemba. You deserve a card that works for you. Restrictions apply. Offer ends June 30th, 2024. Sam Farber, Sam Perley, a two Sams edition of the Hornets Hivecast to tip off a new season. New season, we've got new intro and outro music now to the Hornets Hivecast, Sam Perley. I like it. New season, new tunes. We're ready for a new drum beat, and that is to get to the postseason here. That's the new theme for the Hornets after several years of uh, somewhat disappointment, a lot of bad luck, either injuries or 43 wins for the first time in the history of the Eastern Conference, not being good enough to make the playoffs. Uh, Hornets are due for some good luck. Hopefully it starts tonight against the Atlanta Hawks. Before we get to our game preview, any season opener fun facts? You are a wealth of knowledge as always, Sam Perley, always knowing the oddities of Hornets history, and I'm sure there's a couple of opener beauties that you have in the back of your mind. Well, I actually have three, believe it or not, and I might have said these whenever the schedule came out, but I'll bring them back around for the purpose of it being opening night tonight. So, starting with number one, Charlotte's regular season opener at home against the Atlanta Hawks tonight will be the second time in franchise history that we have opened the regular season against the Hawks, and the first time since October 31st, 2000. Hornets won that game 106-82. Hopefully, we get a similar result tonight. That game was actually in Atlanta, too. Uh, the second one, the Hornets are looking to win their third consecutive regular season opener 
for the second time in franchise history and first time since November 2nd, 1999 to October 31st, 2001, which actually had that Hawks win in there uh, overlapped in the middle too. So have not won three straight season openers since the turn of the millennium. Hopefully they can do that tonight. They won last year in San Antonio and the year before at home against Indiana in that big 19-point comeback. So they've won their last, started each of the last two seasons 1-0. and And then the last one is, and this kind of goes into the whole homestand, there will be three consecutive home games to open the Hornets' regular season schedule for the first time since the 2011-2012 campaign, opening with Atlanta at home against the Pistons on Friday and then finishing off the three-game homestand against the next, next Nets next Monday. So three-game homestand is pretty rare. hasn't happened for whatever it is, 11 years, three-game homestand to open the season, first time in 11 years in this franchise's history. Most importantly, we're looking for a home three-game win streak to open the season. All starts tonight. Hornets taking on the Atlanta Hawks. Thanks for the fun facts. Now let's get to our game preview. You know how this works here for a new season, though. We'll give the reminder to all the fans new to the HHC. We're looking for players to watch for both teams and a statistic to watch. You are the guest. You get to pick which category first, and I'll follow your lead. The Rob rules are intact. Rob rules meaning I can't copy your pick for any category. Believe it or not, and I can't show the the notes that I have written down because this is obviously a radio, but uh, I have multiple options for everything. So hopefully uh, I'll be prepared for any Rob rules coming in effect. But I'm going to start with my Hornets player to watch. I'm going to go the guy that just kind of starts everything. It starts with uh, LaMelo Ball. I mean, we haven't seen him in eight months on the court for a regular season game. Uh, looked really good in the preseason. A lot of this was getting his conditioning back, rhythm back, timing back. Um, averaged roughly 15 points, 40% shooting, four rebounds, five assists, and 1.3 steals in the preseason. You saw kind of the LaMelo of old. I think preseason is kind of hit or miss for everybody, but given the circumstances for him and the injury and how what he was required to do over the summer. I thought he looked pretty good the, the, over the preseason. I think it's all systems go tonight, and uh, it's good to have the, the Hornets' main guy back, and you know the Hornets are going to go as far as he can take them. So I'm looking forward to see LaMelo Ball tonight and uh, kind of leading the way for this Hornets team. Love the pick. He is the engine of the offense. He is a fine-tuned machine, and when he is going, the Hornets are going to go very well. We learned early in his career that he could impact highlights and statistics, but he's starting to impact winning more and more through the first three preseason games. He was basically a plus one per minute in the plus minus that he was on the floor. That is certainly taking over games and putting your imprint on them. So we're looking forward to seeing LaMelo back in regular season action tonight, no doubt about it. I'm going to go with his backcourt mate. I'm going to say Terry Rozier for this one. Terry had an interesting season last year. In a certain respect, it was his best yet. He had his highest scoring average at 21 points per game. Best assist numbers of his career at 5 assists per game. But with all the injuries, it really just put a lot of pressure on him. There weren't as many options out there. He had to force more things, and so it represented a career low since he became a starter in the NBA in terms of three-point percentage and field goal percentage had been the lowest since he had come to Charlotte. So I think LaMelo Ball coming back is going to help everyone. But Terry Rozier, as much as anyone, if he can keep that scoring at or around 20 points per game, but jack up that efficiency to back where it was the season prior to last, I think the Hornets are going to be in really good shape. So we've got the backcourt duo, LaMelo and Terry, for tonight's 
Hornets players to watch, or would you like to go next, a stat or a hawk? All right, I'm going to go with a hawk, and I'm going to stay in the backcourt with Trey Young, just like LaMelo Ball is that guy that kind of makes things go for the Hornets. Trey Young is that guy for Atlanta. Had a pretty solid preseason. Numbers were pretty interestingly similar to LaMelo's outside of the rebounding numbers, 15 points, five, six assists per game. So Trey Young looks like he's ready to go as well in four games last year against the Hornets, averaged 27.3 points, did not shoot particularly well. He was under 40% from the field, 25% from three-point range, also had 16 turnovers in those four games, which the Hornets won three of. He's a guy that, you know, another number that big six out, he was 37 of 41 from the free throw line. So that's kind of where he does a lot of the damage against the Hornets last year. Everyone knows that is a major part of his game. Got to stay disciplined, show your hands. He is crafty. We we know kind of the the way his game operates. It's it's a lot of um, maybe call it trickery. You know, he he likes to. He, he's good at getting to the free throw line. It's a big part of his game. And the more he gets to the line, the more it kind of changes how defenses guard him, and it just opens things up for him and his teammates like Dejounte Murray and Bogdan Bogdanovich. So they've done well against Trey Young the past couple of years, and uh, gonna have to do so again tonight. Stay disciplined, show those hands, don't let him go to the free throw line, and just make sure you're contesting everything. I agree with the pick. That's who I had circled. I think more than any other player for any team the Hawks tend to go how Trey Young goes just because he's so ball dominant takes so many of those shots but I'm going to go in a different direction obviously I have to the Rob rules I'm taking DeJounte Murray his backcourt mate when they made the deal and brought him over I think the thought was that maybe this is the the right running mate for Trey Young and they just didn't quite mix all the way. I mean, they, they, they would each have their own individual big games, but even though they made the postseason and ended up with a 500 record, just didn't quite seem to all the way click in. I'll be interested to see how DeJounte Murray's role is different now with a new coaching staff in Atlanta. How does he incorporate all the things he does well as a former All-Star better this time around to try and help the Hawks? Because they didn't want to just make it as a playoff team and a 500 record once again. They want to take a significant jump that didn't happen last year DeJounte Murray I'll be interested to see not just how his game looks but how it looks different compared to a season ago last but not least we need a stat to watch my stat to watch is going to be points in the paint. Atlanta was tied for 7th in the NBA last season in paint scoring. They had 54.3 per game. A lot of pick and roll with Trey Young and Clint Capella. Um, it'll be interesting to see how their strategy is now, how much, how different it is. Um, they were in a unique situation last year when Quinn Snyder came in halfway through the season now that he's had a full offseason to kind of implement his style and approach to offense and defense, how much different the Hawks look. But I would expect a lot of pick and roll, a lot of paint play, um, they're very physical down low with a Kong Wu and Capella. They no longer have John Collins either. He was a big you know, paint scorer, uh, a little bit of a floor stretcher. And you'll see, I would imagine, Jalen Johnson, A.J. Griffin, Sadiq Bey will kind of be the guys that are going to take those vacated John Collins minutes that they didn't necessarily flat out replace. They didn't say John Collins goes out and this is who we're replacing. It seems to be kind of an internal approach by committee. So uh, points in the paint will be big tonight. I like the pick. I'm going to go in a similar vein. I'm going to go with rebounding. The contest I'm thinking of last year, Hornets versus Hawks, they had a head-to-head matchup that really tipped off their best stretch of the season, a 144-138 to win for the Hornets, and that was with the full starting five that we expect to see tonight. Ball, Rozier, Hayward, Washington, and Williams. It's actually Williams' third start, but first two were a back-to-back right after the trade deadline. It wasn't really fair to judge them, but this is where things started to sink in, and the Hornets won despite giving up a ton of turnovers and getting killed on the glass. They 
had maybe their best shooting night of the entire season. So can't count on that to happen. They need to rebound the ball better. It was a point of emphasis from head coach Steve Clifford. So that's the stat I'll be watching for tonight. Where is the rebound differential and how do the Hornets attack the glass both offensively and defensively? It all begins tonight, 7 p.m. We will tip things off. Hornets versus Hawks. Hope you'll join us at the Hive. Tickets are available at Hornets.com. And of course, we'll have you covered tomorrow with our post-game wrap-up edition of the HHC. Sam Perley, thanks for stopping by. Thank you for having me. Happy opening night to you and everybody else. First of at least 82 or perhaps 83 in season tournament. New this season. Also covered right here on the Hornets Hivecast. Thanks again, Sam Perley. Thanks to our producer, Rob Longo, for putting it all together. Most of all, thanks to all of you for tuning in today. For everyone here, I'm Sam Farber saying it's been a pleasure and a privilege having you along. Happy opening day from everyone here on the Hornets Hivecast. Thank you for listening to the Hornets Hivecast, brought to you by Senta, the official eye, ear, nose, and throat care provider of the Charlotte Hornets. For more coverage, visit Hornets.com. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Whether you're a savvy spender maximizing your savings with cashback rewards, a thrifty rate watcher seeking the lowest interest, or a travel enthusiast looking for extraordinary perks, Kemba Financial Credit Union has a visa to complement your lifestyle and unique needs. Apply today at Kemba.org to unlock a limited-time 2% cash back on purchases. And pay 0% interest on balance transfers for an entire year with a new visa from Kemba. You deserve a card that works for you. Restrictions apply. Offer ends June 30th, 2024.